are we rekindling that bit? No, it's just 39, you know? Yeah. It's like Soon this podcast 40. is, yeah. I mean, yeah. where do you go from there? 40? Yeah. I don't know. I guess onward and upward, you know? Yeah. 40 is the you new start 20. start gardening. Right? Is 40 the new 20? Uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think, honestly, I don't know that I would want to be 20 again. Would you? I don't know how healthy living would still, would like half your age. Yeah. Like I'm 50, so now I'm 25. Yeah. Because I ate broccoli a lot this week. No, I don't think that really works. So anyway, I'm sorry, I interrupted. You were about to say the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. Eric, what can you get on this podcast? What? Yeah. Or where? Yeah, what? What? Yeah. Uh... I don't understand, because you always say this, and I always try to lead into it. You yeah. never know what I'm doing. No, I want you, you to you say... get book news. Book news. You get author news. Yeah. Literary news. Yeah. If things are happening in the world of literature, we, we want to talk about it. Yeah. We're not always up to date with it. No. <laughs> so. Often we're not. Yeah. So Sometimes that's... we're wrong. Yeah. Sometimes some of the things we say are just pure lies. Yeah. Just for ratings. Yeah. So... Yeah. Just a, just a menacing uh, batch of misinformation yeah. Yeah. to try to put you off your game. Yeah. This just in, Stephen King is moving to Russia. Oh my gosh, is that true? No. Oh, okay. No. Wow. But man, But I still am going to tell my friends that. Yeah, absolutely. Because so, I heard it on all the books, so it's got to be yep. real. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Nick, where can they find us? Uh, well, Eric, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what do you mean? Sorry. No, you can <laughs> find us. supposed to be? <laughs> That's Stephen King? No, it's just you. He's not really going anywhere. Stephen King's not going to Russia? No. Oh, my gosh. This how do just you, in. Stephen how, King going to live in Maine for the next 200 years. How do you delete a tweet? Tell me quick. Is that uh, possible? You can't. You do can't. I, just, I just unplug the computer? No, you can't. Does that do it? Yeah, oh. that'll do it. Unplug your computer. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, where can you find us, Eric? I'm glad you asked, because uh, if you're old, you can find us on YouTube. Burn! Not really. Sometimes people are more comfortable with YouTube, and all the books is hanging out there. Yeah. Jeez. What's our YouTube channel? Is it just all the books? Yeah. Okay. All the books show? All the books oh, show. Now, now I'm not prepared. Uh-oh. Misinformation. Classic yeah. all the books. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. I know that for sure. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash all the books. Uh, we're on iTunes. Yeah. And we always post on Facebook, on our, on our Facebook page, David A. Howe Public Library. You can catch us on Twitter, at All the Book Show. We always post the new episodes. And plus, a, a delightful barrage of nonsensical tweets. Which is All the Books on YouTube. To follow you. All the Books on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And we're All the Book Show on Twitter. So yeah. that's where you can find us. This is what you can get. Tell your friends. We like, we like new listeners. We love you old listeners, obviously. I mean, you're like our bread and butter. But new listeners? Yeah. I mean... New listeners are really our bread and butter? They're pretty cool, too. Because yeah. old listeners die out. Yeah, they do. And you need to have a well. Constant. Plus, like, we, why, we, why are we kissing up to them? We already have them. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need yeah. to promote to people who are going to listen anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, we don't take you for granted, but yeah, they're going to star in Stephen Stallone's <laughs> new movie. Stephen Sloan? Who did I said Stephen Stallone? Yeah, who's that? Oh my god! You mean Sylvester <laughs> Stallone? I think I was doing a Steven Seagal, oh. Sylvester Stallone. But you were meant like the Expendables, right? You yeah, I was going to say they're okay. Expendables now. They're the Expendables. <laughs> but okay. I obviously thought yeah. it'd be great if hey, Steven, that's okay, man. Steven Seagal and Sylvester okay. Stallone had like that's a love okay. child, and it became we love you a super action star. Sure. Wouldn't it be funny though if like he wasn't? He just wanted to like travel the world yeah. and see other cultures. Yeah. They're like, hey, Steve, Steve, Stallone, why don't you make a movie? This culture is really, uh, it's a rewarding experience. Uh, I love the food. I love the local dress and cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then his dads would just be like, you got to make movies and stuff. And he'd be like, I'm I'm not like you, Dad. Yeah. I'm not like you guys. Wow. It's like like the Baldwin brothers, but the still, I think they're right. There's a Frank Stallone I know. (laughs) Yeah, Frank Stallone. Yes, there is. He's in Rocky. Frank Stallone. You're not a real person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's, that was you don't hard. exist. That was hard You're for, an the, imaginary for friend. the very real Frank Stallone to hear. 
<laughs> okay, well, if you're still with us, first of all, thank you. Uh, second, today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some new stuff. We're going to talk about new books, new yeah, books coming into the library. We got a sweet segment title for it. We sure do. <laughs> it's not it's not approved by the Motion Picture Association. <laughs> it's been approved. Okay, last minute. But we're going to talk about our how we order books, how we find things, what stands out to us, and then we're going to highlight a couple of books that we haven't read but that we specifically picked out and ordered and are excited about. So we're going to yeah. give you a little taste of your, your uh, little uh, new stuff. Insights into the future of the show borders on like spoiler warnings. Does it? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just figured you know people are got to be like, are they going to start talking about something? And I just wanted them to know <laughs> that yeah. We are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not soon. Yeah. Not no, let's, soon. Let's get started. Okay, you're right. Let's get with uh, you're right, you're bookmarks. Right, right. Yes. Okay. Uh, would you like me to go first, Eric? Yeah. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> All right. Here's what... Uh, I had a productive weekend, so let me tell you what I finished. Uh, Unless you finished putting together four bookcases, you didn't have a productive weekend like I did. You did four bookcases? Yeah. Good job, my man. Thanks, man. Wow. I mean, three would be impressive, but four yeah. is like Herculean. That's yeah. great. My lower back Good really, is really bothering me now. Is it? So Yeah. Huh. Yeah, lift with your knees. Yeah. That's okay. funny, because that's what I told you. Yeah, you did tell me so, that. Yeah. It, was, it was impossible. All those boxes were full of books, hence the bookcases, <laughs> yeah. the need for them. Yeah, all the books? I'm sorry. Cases. I'm sorry I said the title. <gasps> we should do a podcast where we just review bookcases. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Actually, that would be good. Like the bookcases in this room. Well, these what are would great. you give them? Hey, speaking of this room... This is our first recording in my office. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, we, we've changed recording times. locations more than I've changed identities. Many times. We've done what? We've done Monday Club. We've done the Tech Lab, your office. Yeah. We've done uh, the upstairs office. We've the done museum the museum room. room. Yeah. We've done your house. Yeah. We've done my house. Yeah. All the books is basically yeah. a traveling roadshow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what, what did you read this weekend? Well, Eric, uh, I finished some things that I had been working on last time, As Time Goes By by Mary Higgins Clark. Finished that. My first solo Mary Higgins Clark. I liked it. The only, I mean, if you're looking for like a really deep, intricately plotted mystery, it's probably not the way to go because there are some very obvious, like, I wouldn't even say twists because they're so obvious, mm. but you see this setup and you see the the payoff a mile away. So, I mean, if, you, if you're one who really likes to be surprised, it's probably not the greatest, but if you're <laughs> just looking for like a fun, I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. just a fun, easygoing mystery. I didn't know who the murderer was. I'll admit that. I did not know who the murderer was. Uh, who was the murderer? Well, I can't tell you that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. This is a brand Listeners, new Listeners, what do you think? Nobody's read this. I think because I've been monopolizing our copy, so I yeah. don't think anybody's read it. All right. But uh, So I finished This Time Goes By by Mary Higgins Clark. Higgins Clark. I finished Cinder by Marissa Meyer. You finished it? Yeah. And I got to tell you. You waited until now to tell me? Yeah. I Woo! will talk about it on the podcast. That, that was my real reaction. I'm excited. I, I really liked it. Yeah. I, 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 I think our listeners know I did not want to read this book. Yeah. I didn't want to read it. But I did. Yeah. And I actually, it really kind of like, when I first started, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. It wasn't even like it took me time to get into it. Yeah. I was kind of hooked pretty instantly. Yeah. So how many books are there? Uh, there's Cinder, then there's Scarlet, Cress, and Winter is the newest one. I've, and what have you read? Just Cinder and Scarlet? Yeah. Okay. So I got to read Cress next. Cool. This is uh, the Lunar Cycle. Is it called the Chronicles? Lunar Cycle? Lunar, Lunar Chronicles, Chronicles. Yeah. by Marissa Mayer. Yeah. Which I, the first book was like one of the first things I read when I got here. Mm. And so these are YA books. So if you're looking for yeah. them, they'll be in our YA section. Yeah. So the first one is Young like adult. a cyberpunk retelling of Cinderella, and the second one is Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, okay. And the Big Bad Wolf. Yeah, you know, it wasn't as Cinderella-y as I expected. Yeah. I mean, her name is Cinder. Yeah. And there's a prince. Yeah. But it didn't, I don't know. She, lost, guess, she loses her life. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, there were definitely, I guess I thought it was going to be a little bit yeah. closer, and I actually was not all about yeah. that. I, oh, okay. I wasn't really excited about like a... 
cyber Cinderella story. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Or a cyber, um, yeah, I guess there's no cyberpunk answer for, like, a pumpkin. No, probably, t- no. <laughs> pumpkin no. carriage. So that was actually pretty good. So I don't know. Who Hold you, on. Who would you recommend that to? I mean, it's... Everybody. I, okay. But, I mean, I guess it is sci-fi. Yeah. But I don't think it's the kind of sci-fi where if you're not a sci-fi fan, you'd be off-put by it. It's just kind of a different... If you were able to get into, like, really. Divergent, yeah. Cinder is much better. Yeah, it is. That's true. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It is. Uh, so I read Cinder, I read As Time Goes By. But uh, it, I, I see what you mean, because it's like... Uh, it's a sci-fi where it's all, it's not really like sci-fi in America. Yeah. It's sci- in fact, I think it's in Asia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like a super recognizable now with sci-fi elements. Right, so. right. And I think the sci-fi elements that were there were yeah. not that... It wasn't crazy. That's you know true. what I mean? It was just like... Yeah. It, it's just prosthetics, really, yeah. for a yeah, big more part or less, of it. More or less. Uh, and, so, you know, a moon colony. That was a lot of fun. The book club enjoyed it. Yeah. We got some good response for that. Yeah. Um, I also, speaking of book clubs, I read The Imperfectionist by Tom Rockman. So this is what the Contemporary Classics book yeah. club is discussing uh, Tuesday the... Who are you to decide what's a 17th? contemporary classic? That's what I, I asked. I needed a title and I like alliteration, so oh, yeah. I went with that. Page Turners? Page Turners is not alliteration. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, YA for adults? You named that. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Nick's Super Fun Time book club show? No. That oh. one doesn't count either. But I really liked The Imperfectionist. And this is one that, uh, that I like, surreptitiously snuck on the list because mm-hmm. I'd been wanting to read it for a long time. Yeah. But what it is, it's about a global newspaper. And each chapter follows a different character from the paper. And mm-hmm. they, they cross over a little bit. Um, like the managing editor sort of shows up in all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also a little in between each chapter is a little history of like the founding of the newspaper itself. Mm-hmm. And then it all like ties together in the end. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I was talking to my wife about this and she says she thinks I do like these type of books. I just don't like them when they're done poorly. And she may be right because I always feel like I don't like these basically they're short stories kind of books. Mm-hmm. But this one really worked for me. Hmm. And it wasn't jarring at all. Like you'd finish one and you'd move on to the next character and it just i guess the world felt i mean they're all going to the same place it was all connected uh and so i was really like invested with each character and i thought that they each had their own a pretty good little like story arc within each section so i think individually they're good and as a whole you see all these different angles so i was i was really impressed with it i know i got a lot of critical acclaim when it came out but that doesn't always mean that i'm gonna like it you should read hyperion by dan Dan Simmons. simmons yeah yeah that's another one of those frame story things yeah maybe i would like that Maybe. Check it out. Anyway, if you want to join us for the book club, it's Tuesday the 17th. Sorry. No, this one meets on Wednesdays. It's Wednesday sure. the 18th. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those at, are different days. At 3 o'clock. Yeah. So. Is that right? I don't even remember. No, yeah. Wednesday is a different okay, day than they're Tuesday. Different. They're different. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to... I'll fact check that while Eric's yeah. talking because right. I genuinely don't remember. Oh, uh, okay. So I sat here and listened time. very di- diligently <laughs> and now you'll fact check while I talk. <laughs> well, you could look it up if you want. I've got oh, I, I got to start about. talking. All right. All right. Five, I re- no, no, no. Wait, I got one more. <laughs> After uh, Friday was our big STLS system-wide conference. And so Katura, the children's librarian, and I went to this and uh, it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, we, we went to different things. Anyway, How's I, this stopped book at, news? I stopped at Barnes & Noble on oh, the okay. way back, I and I picked up the, the newest uh, Iron Man series called Invincible Iron Man 1 Reboot by Brian Michael Bendis. Brand new, yeah. and I loved it. It was really cool. good, so I was excited, so I, I finished that. And that's after Superior Iron Man, so you're t- technically ahead of me now. I kind of jumped. I didn't read Superior Iron Man. Yeah. I just, like, I wanted something brand new, and I went for it. Okay. I'm currently... Is it still Tony? 
Yeah, it's Tony. Okay, I couldn't tell. They they didn't show like who was in the armor. Yeah, like who's in the armor? Yeah, and then it was no, it's Tony. Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, I'm currently going light, and I'm reading a Star Trek book that I picked up called The Abode of Life by Lee Corey. So that's what I'm currently reading. And of course, I've got Blonde that I keep uh, reading little sections yeah. of. So anyway, how about you? Uh, I read The Star Is My Destination by Alfred Bester. It okay. was one of the best. Oh, this is the one you've been, yeah, you've been working on. 50, I don't okay. know. Uh, yeah, it was good. It's a sci-fi book. Jaunting has been invented and discovered. It's where people can teleport, but nobody can teleport Sweet. through s- space. Like, oh, no I one could. can teleport from planet to planet. Yeah, I could. But they can teleport from places. Oh. So basically, what hap- the story starts, he's on a spaceship, and it's like completely wrecked. He's the only one on there. He's been surviving. He's running out of air and food and everything. And the mm. ship comes, sees his, his distress calls, and leaves him there. Oh my gosh. And so, this he's usually like this lazy guy, the main character. He's like completely lazy, has no ambition, and that like sparks him off. And he's going to survive so he can go and <laughs> get his revenge. <laughs> I buy that motivation. Yeah. He's like surviving for spite. Yeah. So, uh, he's a bad guy. He's, mm. he's a despicable character. And he's the protagonist. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. but it, it was that's good. a tough sell. I mean, that's yeah. when you don't like the main character, it's really hard, I think, to make. To make a book around a character that's sort of unlikable, and you, but you still find yourself rooting for them and like siding with them. Yeah. Did that happen? Uh, a little bit. I mean, he's okay. pretty bad. But yeah, there, there's moments where you're like, come on, you, you get your revenge and stuff. And then you find out what really happened. Oh. And it's just bad stuff. Huh. So um, so now this this is the one that you thought was the first Hugo winner? I thought winner. this was the first Hugo winner, but, but it wasn't. Demolish that, that's Man. the Demolish Man by Same author. Bester. Same yeah. author. Okay. And I had read that one. You read Demolish so, Man? Yeah. Okay. So now I read it this so anyway, and I told Alfred Bester is the guy who's written a bunch of like comics and stuff. He created yeah. the Green Lantern Oath. The Green Lantern Oath, yeah. So he, he's a name. Lots of people are names. Yeah. Nick Gunning? I'd say that's a that's name. That's a name, sure. Technically, it's not even your real name. That's true. So, and then I'm doing it. Today, at some time, I'm reading uh, Star Spangled Girl by Neil Simon. Hey, I've been waiting for you to read that. So, I really would like to hear what you think about that. And I also, we have a Hugo winner. We actually have a bunch of Hugo winners in our collection, especially down in the stacks. Yeah, we have a decent stack I of grabbed, uh, older um, sci-fi downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Double Star by Robert Heinlein. He's the writer of Starship Troopers and Oh yeah, okay. uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. Okay. So that's one of the earlier ones. So I grabbed it. Yeah. Well, this maybe this is a good point because we want to talk about the Hugos sooner or later. Yeah, because they're the favorites are announced, the nominations the are nominations, out. The nominations are announced, are and then in August they're announced. Okay, so send us your favorite Hugo winners, past and present. Yeah, let us know. We'll talk a little. It's bit probably about just them. me out there. Other people like no, no, no. We got sci-fi fans. Come on, really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. I have so many comic books I need to read. I have hmm. so many graphic novels just sitting at my desk. Yeah, that's a burden. Yeah, <laughs> so I got to read those and want to read uh, some stuff. Okay, that's our bookmark. Yeah, man, that was exciting. Yeah, that did was you fact exciting. check the book club? I did. It's right on their main web page. Page Turners meets Wednesdays at three o'clock. But okay. this is contemporary classics. So, it so is if Tuesday. you want to join us for the Imperfectionist, I was right the first time, Tuesday, May May seventeenth at three o'clock. Great. So. Awesome. Yeah. Page Turners is reading let's, Murder, let's She Wrote. Let's give a big hand to our... Nashville Northern. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Excited about that. So. <laughs> yeah. And you just realized today that you haven't read all the Murder, She Wrote's. No, no. I'm, I'm a couple years behind. Oh, boy. There's at least one a year. Sometimes yeah. there's two a year. And I'm uh, Nashville Noir is where I'm actually where I'm at now, so that's why it's we're an institution. That's why I picked that one. I know. <laughs> I think the at this point the books have outlasted the series. Like the books have been in publication for longer than the series was mm-hmm. on. So that's crazy. That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. Speaking. What of, if I... they started releasing Friends fiction? Friends fiction. And then they released on the same day. And then they, oh, yeah. and cripples. NBC's yeah. the Friends. I don't mean just like Friends yeah. fiction. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, that'd be rough. What were you saying? Oh, I just wondered if you wanted to mention. You were talking about comic books. I wonder if you want to mention. Oh that. yeah, sad book news. Yeah, as we get book into news. book news, yeah, yeah. Darwin Cook uh, passed away. Darwin Cook is a comic book writer and artist who uh, had a very like. Art Deco, would you say? Yeah. The style is? Yeah. It's, I mean, it looks very, I would say 40s, maybe. Yeah. But it was gorgeous. His, uh, yeah. he, he created, um, was it just called Justice League? Or that was that the animated movie? He created DC's New Frontier. New, story, yeah, New Frontier is what it's called. Which was the 40s and 50s yeah, DC that's, characters. That's probably his most well known, yeah. I would say. But he worked on Catwoman. He worked on his own stuff, Parker. He created the intro to the Batman Beyond animated series. Well, right there. So not the not the music, but the thing. So sad day uh, in Comicville. He was only fifty three, fifty four. You know, I've he was just... in his early fifties and he died of cancer. So he was. Sad. It was announced on Friday he had aggressive cancer, and then like two days later yeah. he passed away. It was quick. I'm just looking at my. I actually haven't read any of his stuff. I'm familiar with it. I mean, I know the, I know his the style, art in uh, the art in New Frontier is gorgeous. It is. Um, There's a nice big absolute edition of that. So yeah, it, um, and the loser is featured in it too. And the animated movie's not so bad. That was a yeah better it was one early on. Do we so. have that? I think we do. I think we have that in the collection. We do. We do have New Frontier. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, some sad book news. And Anthony Kiedis got hospitalized from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but he's okay. That's not book news. Yeah, he had intestinal flu. Okay, but I mean, he's fifty. It's not book news, but it's, no. it's personal news. Yeah, that was for you. I, I read that in like a whole bunch of things. I'm like, oh no, is their album done? Oh no, there won't be any more albums. Yeah. Oh no, and then because if Anthony Kiedis goes, the band is good. It's done. You think? Yeah, he's been there since the beginning. It's just they been him and Flea since go the on Without. No. No, not without Anthony. His whacked out lyrics. Okay. So, so he's he like what what is his role in the Chili Peppers? Anthony Kiedis? He's yeah. the lead singer. Lead singer. Yeah. Okay. He writes the lyrics. Do the other guys sing? Uh well Josh Klinghoffer, who's their guitarist right now, he yeah. does like the harmony and okay. also, you know, sings some lyrics and whatnot. And okay. uh John Frashanti, the previous guitarist, used to sing along with him, but okay. you know. Anthony Kiedis is the lead. He's the okay. Yeah. So Yeah, that would probably be hard to uh yeah. Hard to yeah. to go on without. Yeah. So I wouldn't. It'd yeah, be impossible. Anyway, yeah, all right. Do. Book news. Book. Let's get to book releases. News. Okay. All right. Well, coming way far down the road here, we got August sixteenth. Uh, this is uh, from from when I don't think we've talked about her very much, but this is a, a new Sandra Brown called Sting. Have you read Sandra Brown? Did you know Sandra Brown? No. Okay. I mean, I've seen her books a million times. Yeah. But this is not one that I've read. Um, so let do me you t- listen to Sting? Uh, no. What about just the police? I like the police. Okay, good. Yeah. Every little thing they do is magic, so. I don't get it. Never mind. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Sting by Sandra Brown. When Shaw Kennard, well, I hate the name already. Shaw That's Kennard. always one for me where it's, yeah. the name is this big, like, where stick bronchite. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, when Shaw Kennard encounters the incongruously, did I say that right? Elegant Jordy Bennett. Man, these terrible names. In a scene better days, Bayou Bar. It's not love at first sight. He's there to kill her. Ooh. Instead, he abducts her, eager to get hold of the $30 million her brother has pocketed from his badly bent boss. <laughs> now they are on the run from said boss and the FBI. I have to say, I hope that this book is better written than this uh, synopsis <laughs> because that uh, actually made me angry. 
So I should just report. I should just report the news, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. I should. Yeah. I'll just. I'll be. I'll, I will be strictly objective at this point. <laughs> All right. Next from uh, James Lee Burke. I'm not a James Lee Burke fan. I'll tell you that. Okay. I don't know this one. I read Neon Rain. Yeah. Didn't like it. Uh, James Lee Burke, The Jealous Kind, a novel. This is, follows the Holland family. From New York Times bestselling author James Lee Burke, an atmospheric coming-of-age story set in 1952 Texas as the Korean War rages. So James Lee Burke's fans, uh, you, can, you can find this August 30th. Right. And then finally, Eric, this is one that I think you'll actually enjoy, so mm-hmm. your, your eyes don't have to glaze over. No, I'm fine. Um, this is written by Orson Scott Card and Aaron Johnston. Who's Aaron Johnson? I don't know. Okay, continue. Uh, Orson Scott Card and Aaron Johnson return to their Ender's Game <laughs> prequel series with this first volume of an all-new trilogy about the second Formic War in The Swarm. Wow. This is coming out trilogy. August 2016. Yeah. Not excited about this? Well, I've only read two of his books so far. Oh, okay. Ender's Game and uh, Speaker for the Dead. Okay, so. and that's an Ender's Game book too, right? Yeah, it's okay. a sequel. Right. But it's so unlike the first book that it's, yeah. it's hard to even call it a sequel. But it is. It's a sequel. The squeakquel? No, it's not a squeakquel. Okay. Man. Right. Sorry. I'm going to be... You have been using that word nonstop. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Coming to us from large print in August, we have The Cavendon Luck, a novel. This is book three in the Cavendon Hall series by Barbara Taylor Bradford. Very popular. Remains popular. She's been around a long time. This is uh, coming on large print from the number one New York Times bestselling author comes a captivating epic saga of courage and honor following the aristocratic Inghams and the loyal Swan family who have served them for centuries. I'll tell you what wasn't captivating. You reading the book news. <laughs> well, I've got one more. So, oh, come so on! Up. Finally, this is also coming out in August. This is another large print title by, by Ray Hogan, a well-known, long, long-running uh, Western author, Ray Hogan, Never called The Steel Angel. Ooh. In Texas, at the close of the Civil War, wagon boss Adam Ray inherits... <laughs> What's a wagon boss? I know, he's a boss of a wagon. Inherits a wagon train sure. of rifles and ammunition when Ooh. the owner is murdered oh boy he must protect the cargo from several parties who would just as soon take it by force as pay for it okay steel angel by ray hogan uh that reminds me congratulations oregon trail for getting into the video games hall of fame that is great man i loved oregon trail yeah that was like when i was when i was in high school we still had like computer classes that's probably not a thing anymore is it I can't we imagine, like, like typing, typing classes. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this anyway, is the letter A. We sometimes, like, we'd finish our assignments early. We could yeah. play some games. Oregon Trail was one of the ones that yeah. was on there. And it was just, like, you name people after your friends. Yeah. And you watch you them go die. on a wagon trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Alicia has been bitten by a snake. Yeah. You know, like, Alicia! Alicia, guess what? Yeah. Stop yeah. talking to me, Eric! Yeah, she wouldn't have liked that. No, she didn't like me. The hunting. Yeah. You'd go out, you'd have to get food for your yeah. Oregon Trail. You would need 20 pounds of meat to survive, and you yeah. would come back with 500 you'd pounds. shoot like 40 bison. Yeah, they'd be like, well, you've caused the extinction of entire species, but you can only carry 20 right. pounds of it back to Yeah, your... and it was always a gamble. Do you ford the creek? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty, pretty scary stuff. like, you've lost all your food and yeah. your children. Classic video game. Classic yeah. video game. Congratulations so. to our friends at Oregon Trail. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. All right. Let's start with nonfiction. Hey. These are the books that are coming out oh. May 17th. That's the same day as your book club. Yeah. So, I'm sure. No, I wasn't so sure. <laughs> All right. So, what's coming out May 17th, Nick? You tell me, Sport. We've got Porcelain, a memoir by Moby. 
Are you familiar with Moby's music? Not really. He's, uh, he did a James Bond theme at one point, and that was all I knew. Oh, yeah, from Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. He, uh, he also does Extreme Ways, which plays at the end of uh, the three Bourne movies. He looks like the Dean from Community. Yep, yep, he does. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, from one of the most interesting and iconic musicians of our time, a piercingly tender, funny, and harrowing account on the path from a suburban poverty and alienation to the life of beauty, squalor, and unlikely success out of the New York club scene of the late 80s and 90s. So this, did you say autobiography? Is he writing this? Or yeah, somebody? he's writing this. Wow, Moby. Yeah. So he, he has a lot of good music. He's the one that like Eminem was like, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> it's like, cool. Good job. It's like, I mean, you've seen him. He looks, since he looks like the Dean, can you yeah. imagine one punch, he'd go down. Yeah, he would. Anyway, uh, this title is hilarious. I feel like you just called Moby out. No. He's going to come and be like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah? String bean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this title... Makes me harken back to an, another book that made me laugh. Okay. This one's called Porn Burger. You're thinking of cabin porn. Cabin porn, yeah. Cabin porn is a you, book about cabins. Yeah, it's cabins. It's like great yeah. pictures of cabins. Yeah, great there's pictures. No, there's no, like, nudity. Yeah, yeah you just... can't believe they're showing, like, the little tree swing they have yeah. out there. Yeah, it's just cabins. So, uh, Porn Burgers, Hot Buns and Juicy Beefcakes by Matthew Ramsey. Just, no, books, this is also just, It's just about burgers. Just hamburgers yeah. and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all. Yeah, prob- so, probably not going to order that one. We, we should come up with like a nonfiction book that uses that. I don't think so. No, all right. No. <laughs> probably alienate some people. Yeah, but we'd also gain quite a few. So. Oh, that's true. Drive! Henry Ford, George Selden, in the race to invent the auto age Ooh. by Lawrence Goldstone. Wow. You know, the only thing I know about the audio age, <laughs> audio age, um, auto age is what I learned from Seabiscuit. Really? Yeah. All I know about the audio age is that video killed the radio star. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I feel like I lined that up for you. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, so, hey, man, I think that's all I have for uh, nonfiction. Nope, found one. Cool. How to Listen to Jazz by Ted Goya. I'll listen with my ear. Okay. I'll listen with my other ear. Yep. Okay. Do you Ooh. think that bit was as strong as the time we gave it? <laughs> what? No. Okay. No. But we had to try, Eric. Yeah. Who is this person to tell me how to listen to jazz? I know, right? I'll put my headphones on just like everybody else. Yeah. So. Unless it's written by like Louis Armstrong or something. Do you he was like, this is the way you listen to jazz. <laughs> then. Yeah. I would be like, well, he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Listen. Ah, see, sky. A blue. Yeah. Zip it, zap, zap, Oh boy! With apologies to the great Louis Armstrong. (laughs) True, he did uh, all the time. We have all the time. We have all the time. (laughs) Yeah, from Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, he also did uh, Goldfinger. No. Yeah, he was like (laughs) Goldfinger. You're thinking of somebody else. I can do this. You're thinking of somebody else. No, hold on, we're getting a call. Uh, hello, this is all the books. Hello, Dolly. No, this is all the books. This is Louis Dolly. (laughs) Sir, you have the wrong number. Uh, he's sorry. <laughs> I make all my face. Woo! But don't go in. <laughs> there, I was able to get that. Yeah, I couldn't do the Goldfinger. Boy, boy, rest in peace, Satchmo. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. What else Did you know got? for the longest time, I thought he was playing King Louis? No, Jungle that's Book? Louis Prima. I know, but like... Well, I, you that sounds nothing like him. A little bit. No. I want to be like no, you. He's all. He's got kind of a high pitch. Like, don't try to kid me, man. Cub. He's uh, like up you're there. Right. Yeah. Well, I just said for the lo- not now. Yeah. I used to. Well, I mean, his name is Louis. 
That's so. not why. I, I, I thought it was played by Louis L'Amour, the Western <laughs> yeah. author. And I thought, that's weird. <laughs> so, yeah. It's really outside of his yeah. wheelhouse. But. <laughs> that's true. Louis Wagon Prima, wheelhouse. Folks. Louis Prima. He prefers. The whole uh, the King Louis scene was modeled on Louis Prima and his band. When they, when they do the big walk around and they're all playing the instruments. Wow. That was a Louis Prima thing. He'd walk through the crowds like oh. that with his band following him. So they adapted that into the Jungle Book. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Just learned a lot. Yeah, today. well, you're welcome. I don't know, out of it. Uh, here's some fiction: The Fireman, yeah. a novel by Joe Hill, not Jonah Hill. I know that's what you were going for. I wasn't. No, oh, Joe Hill, the Fireman. Joe Hill is the son of Russian-bound Stephen King. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, it is. Oh. I mean, he's, Stephen King's not moving to Russia. That was that was a lie. <laughs> I didn't realize Stephen King had children. Yeah, he's got Joe Hill at least. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. the Fireman. You yeah. gonna read this? I have not read a Joe Hill. They're, they're pretty widely, uh, I mean, they're pretty acclaimed. Horns, his movie, Hor- or book Horns, was just changing that movie with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, hey, book news. Sorry, I almost forgot. Landline is going to be a movie. Really? Yeah. Fun. By, uh, finish it for me. The author. Uh, oh, Rainbow Rowell. Yeah, yeah Rainbow yeah. Rowell's Landline is yeah. being adapted in the movie. They got yeah. a director and everything. I don't know the time frame. I just yeah. saw it on a Twitter feed. Yesterday, I was sitting at my home, and I got a text from my sister-in-law, and it just said, sad hobo clown. And I remembered... That's from Eleanor and Park. So yeah. she was reading Eleanor and Park. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I got it. Yeah. Uh, the Highwayman, a Longmire story by Craig Johnson. Oh, you ever yeah. read anything by Johnson? I read the first of the Longmire books, and I did not like it, so mm. I never followed it. But that's it's the series. It's a TV show. Yeah. Oh. It was on A&E, and I think it moved to Netflix first season. What's the show called? Longmire. Oh. No, I, don't, I haven't mm. seen it. Tall Tale, a Mrs. Murphy mystery by Rita Mayer Brown. Oh, it's yeah. got a cat on it. Yeah. So. Rita Mae Brown's. We, actually, we just have a brand new Rita Mae Brown came in today. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's Boar, probably that one, actually. Boar <laughs> Island, uh, an Ann Pigeon novel. Anna Pigeon. Anna Pigeon. Nevada Bar. In her career as a National Park Service Ranger, yeah. moves to Boar Island, home of Nick Gunning, who is a total boar. It doesn't say that. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. What's the very last thing it says? It says... But the move east doesn't solve the problem. The stalker has followed them east. When you skip a couple of paragraphs. Yeah, you, things you, change. Yeah. Well, that's time, exciting. Anna has barely arrived at Arcadia before a brutal murder is committed by a killer uncomfortably yeah, close to thing. her. Just last week, somebody was asking me if Nevada Bar, Nevada Bar was still publishing. Well, here you go. So we got comes out tomorrow. We did an Anna Pigeon book for a Track of the Cat, I think it was called, for oh, a Page yeah. Turner's Book Club. Yeah. So yeah. it was okay. She, each one is in like a different park. So that's kind of a cool okay. background. You know. A country road, a tree. Country road, take me home. Was that Louis Armstrong? No. No. Louis Prima? No. <laughs> okay. That was John Baker. Joe Baker. Joe Don Baker? No, just Joe Baker. Mitchell. Pardon. No. Mitchell. Uh, she's the best-selling author of, the Long, of Longbourn. We've hidden Mitchell somewhere in this picture. Did you know Longbourn? No. It's Paris, 1939. No. Oh, boy. It's World War II. So this is not Joe Don Baker. No. Joe Don Baker... Star of many things. He's also in a James, a couple James Bond movies. Yeah. And the star of the MST3K spoof uh, Mitchell. Yeah. So, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. But this is not Joe Don Baker. No. Okay. Shout outs to Joe Don Baker. Okay. Yeah. He needs it. Uh, Beyond the Ice Limit, a Gideon Crew novel. Did you say Beyonce's Ice Limit? Yeah. Okay. She doesn't have. Mm-mm. She doesn't have a limit. Mm-mm. So, uh, this is Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. Oh, yeah. Best friends forever. Yeah. So, yep. they do a lot of stuff together. Yeah. So They write on their own, too. Really? Yeah. It's weird, because they're always going to the beach together, so you think they would just write there. Um, I guess you don't want to bring work to the beach. You don't want to bring work to yeah. the Also, if you're writing on a laptop, you're going to get sand in your laptop. Yeah, well, plus, like, the sunlight, it's hard to see the screen. Mm, that's true. So. Good point. 
Good point. Yeah. Last one. The Weekenders, a novel by Mary Kay Andrews. Oh, yeah. I know her. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. What are they up to now? Crack? Uh, wow. <laughs> no, oh, no, my gosh. I not have said that? <laughs> All the books does not condone saying that they're on crack. Yeah. But I don't know. What are they doing? I don't know. Don't they, they just they're not doing Fuller House. I'll tell you that. Fashion they wouldn't stuff? Do are they? I really don't know. Okay. I well, saw New York Minute. That was the last thing. <laughs> so I think the last thing I saw sure. with them was How the West Was Fun. Oh. No, that's not true. I used to watch uh, Two of a Kind. Two of a Kind. I remember so, that. That was their last sitcom. No, no. They had one after that. What? They had, I think, So Little Time, I think it was called. My sister is way into these. Or was. Okay. Shout out to Ishtar. Woo. All right. So anyways, The Weekenders by Mary Kate Andrews, mm. who is a different writer. Yeah. So she's a popular one. Yeah. She's one of those, like, summer writers. All her so books always show, well, all the books always show people like hanging out at the beach on the dock in like old 1920s bathing suits. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to go over the best sales list? Yeah, I do. Do you though? Don't tell yeah, me no, you do, do if you I don't really want do. to. No, no, no. All right. We're going to go over the New York Times bestsellers hardcover fiction. Okay. Because last time, no, I keep saying last time. I, know, I keep bringing it, it up, so but it's not ago. true. It I'm so sorry. Weird, uh, weird, number weird. 10. Weird, wild stuff. Oh, wow. Nick, a lot of stuff has moved some of your least favorite. Let's hey, start at number so 11. I'm so excited. Number 11, All the Light We Cannot See. Okay. By Anthony Dewar. Oh, wow. That moved down to 11. 11. We usually don't even talk about 11. Yeah. Number 10, The Nightingale by Kristen Henna. Number 10. Yeah. Wow, you were. It's on its way out. Uh, number 9. It will go back up. I know. Number 9, know. The Obsession by Nora Roberts. Ooh. Number 8. Oh. Everybody's Fool by Richard Russo. No! <laughs> oh, that book taunts me. Yeah. I was the fool for reading that book on your oh, recommendation. Oh, boy, you said that. You already said that. I did? Yeah, and it was it was perfect. So people are going to remember. I don't remember it. You did say it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, number seven. Oh, this guy had a little asterisk here. Why? Uh, an asterisk in the case the book sales are barely distinguishable from those of the books above. Ooh. Ooh, so we, 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 got, we got ourselves a race here. Yeah, so the ones... Uh, horse race. It's a horse race. No, the ones fighting then are the at number seven, The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins Ooh. is indistinguishable Tem- from yeah. The Nest by Cynthia Daprix. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's at number six. Number five, Star Wars Bloodline by Claudia Gray. Oh. It's about Leah. Leah? No, Leah. Princess Leia. No, it's Leia. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I said Leah. Um, it's <laughs> like when Leia. people say Mario instead yeah. of Mario. Yeah. Or like how uh, Marlon Brando's constantly saying Krypton. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we got this in our collection. We do. Yeah. So yeah. Claudia Gray also we wrote have all a of these young adult. But... Yeah. Uh, Extreme Prey is at number four by John Sanford. Extreme Prey. <laughs> number three is The Apartment by Danielle Steele. Mm. Number two is The Last Mile by David Baldacci. Yeah, yeah. And number one is 15th Affair by James Patterson and Maxine Pietro. Oh, yeah. Women's Murder Club. Man. Those are big business. How man. did I just n- pronounce Pietro so well? You, I was twice. Perfect. I know. It was great. You know what it is? Mary Higgins Clark dropped off that list, I see. Oh, yeah. She was a flash in the pan. Mary Higgins Clark was on here for what? Oh, as time goes by? Yeah, as time goes She's by. She's at number 14. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's so. Good. I think I could pronounce Pietro right because of Quicksilver from the X Men. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, that's book news, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, I it is to, cool. I want to do something that we haven't done in a while. I want to open the old mailbag. Do we have a mailbag? Well, yeah, because we got quite a few comments recently. Oh, okay. Play the mailbag theme. Yeah. 
Here's the mail. It's mail time. We're gonna look. Gonna read some mail now. (laughs) I see Twitter. Uh, Please feel free to submit a mailbag. (laughs) I like the hashtags. That was good. Please feel free to submit to us a mailbag theme. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Okay. Ben. These are just over the. Ben Layman. Basically, May. You know, in episode what was it? Thirty-eight? Was it? No, it was thirty-seven. Maybe. Anyway. How we, did my how did my glasses get on the floor? No, but we we talked about we talked about Smarticus. Do you remember Smarticus? <laughs> Do I? Good old Smarticus. Yeah, man. I think he's like taking the place of uh, our our cowboy lawyer. Yeah, I don't so know if anyone but us ever really remembers got into, the co- yeah. Clint McGavin. No Clint way. McGavin. People were totally into Clint McGavin. All right. I, th- I mean, I know we were. Yeah. Clint anyway, McGavin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So you're talking about Smarticus. Yeah, Smarticus. Who so stood up for his hero Spartacus. Yeah. But it was more of a People didn't believe him. Yeah, they yeah. believed everybody they believed everybody else. And then he piped up and they were like, Well, <laughs> that's probably not it. Yeah, yeah. He was not having it. Yeah. He was not happy because no. he felt like Well now he's the leader you know, of nerds. Yeah, he's the leader of the nerds. Yeah. Yeah. He's are, he's found his niche. Yeah. So yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I say. Okay. It's always nice when people can do use their talent. <laughs> you know. So Okay, so about Smarticus. Anyway, uh, so these are comments basically throughout May. All right, we're going to start with old May. Uh, at at Mitblame on Twitter says, All the book show, I may not have a Main Street window, but I'd host uh, Nick and Eric for a podcast recording in my home anytime. Yeah. So that's great. What did we say? I, I said we need a pasta dinner. Yeah, we need like a pasta dinner. Some kind of pasta yeah, yeah. dinner. We were talking about just along yeah. Main Street, any yeah. storefront, we would show yeah. up. And, but then we said and, we'd also uh, show up at So, so this guy here, he does, he does not have a store. Yeah, but he has a he has a home that he opened to us. Yeah. So nice. I mean, send us the details because yeah. we're there. Yeah. What if we were on the run? Do you think he would also open his house to us? Ooh. Like on the run from the law yeah, from our yeah, yeah, podcasting? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If if they passed a law like an anti podcast law, would we continue to podcast? Man. But also on the run, we'd be like the Kevin Bacon of like a podcasting footloose, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. I see where you're going. Then. Yeah. Thank you. At uh, HG editor says I'd watch Smarticus. So yeah. we need to develop that. Yeah. We're currently shopping that to different networks. Yeah. We want a cable network because yeah. uh, I feel Their like... Their rating expectations are much right. more believable. Yeah. Yeah. And this is... I mean, Smarticus is obviously a smart show. Yeah. You know, it's, sure. your, it's your house of cards. It's your West Wings. That sort of thing. So <laughs> uh, in modern, now modern times, it's got to go to the cable. You got to go to cable. Yeah. You don't want that on ABC. No. 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 Anyway. Um, what else do we have? So many here to choose from. Uh, boy. We have... Uh, oh, I found him. Here we go. Oh, this is also the same guy. At Mick Blame says, uh, Nick Gunning, I loved the Clue books and Encyclopedia Brown and the Boxcar Children. There you go. Are we talking about the Clue books? Yeah. I, I never read Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, I did. Yeah. You're an Encyclopedia nerd. Uh, at Trip Existence says, episode 38 is one of your best. Goofy smile throughout. P.S. I'm sure I read at least one of those excellent Clue books. All right. Wow. Shining the I light. I never read any of these Clue we books. We are shining the light. Uh, at Sarah Keeler B says one stop shopping for book news, Jeff Foxworthy jokes, and Marissa Tomei's filmography. Check it out, folks. <laughs> and she shared the podcast, yeah. so thank you there. But we were talking about some Marissa Tomei movies, right? Only yeah. You and Spider Man. She she just she looks too good. She's pretty to be. It's true. Aunt May. Yeah. This is not how I've yeah, ever pictured Aunt May. It's confusing. I know. I know. Is up it, up until that point, Sally Field was the foxiest Aunt May. <laughs> Right? Rosemary Harris no. was like, she looked exactly like yeah, Aunt like May, Aunt as May. I expected. And since then, they're just like, no. Yeah. Aunt, Aunt May can't. I mean, you, didn't we talk about this? It doesn't make any sense that Aunt May would be like, 
80, but yeah, it makes no but sense. But her sister like, would be like, yeah, 40? Yeah, but it's Uncle Ben. It's Uncle Ben's brother who Still. is Peter's dad. No, it doesn't make any sense. She's like the age of his great great grandma. Yeah. Because he's like 14. Yeah. It makes no so. sense. Marissa Tomei is, I mean, she does make sense, but I don't know. Yeah. Just, you know, your expectations of Aunt May. Now, like, I want to watch an Aunt May movie yeah. where she and Tony Stark, like, get married. <laughs> right? Okay. She settles him down. Yeah, she has adventures. Pepper yeah. Potts is out. Marissa yeah, Tomei yeah, Marissa is Tomei in. Marissa Tomei Oh, boy. At Salamanders11 says, I'm pretty excited about this alphabetical movie system, but I need to know, where are all the titles starting with the? That's a good question. Because, that's, that's, because people, that's silly. No, no. People quite often, they wonder, and then some are in foreign. So any the movie... doesn't count as a... As... Any movie that starts with an article, so your A, your ands, your the, or their foreign equivalents, yeah. we've simply thrown out. Yeah. Oh, we you don't, don't count them. ands? No. I count and as the beginning. No. If it was like, and the rest. No, no, I no. put it in and. An. An. Oh, and. And. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, to, to simplify this, any yeah. movie that starts that way, we throw them in the garbage. We don't yeah. have them in our collection. Yeah, that's we true. We don't want them. Yeah. We don't want the them. The Lord of the Rings, yeah. get rid of Forget it. Forget of it. Lord of the Rings, we'll take it. The Lord of the Rings, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So I, I hope you're not looking for a movie that starts with the, yeah. a, or an. We got to throw out the Casino Royale. No, that's just Casino Royale. The Quantum of Solace. No, you're adding and a the. the Skyfall. Now you're adding a the. Now you're oh, adding oh, you're The right. Spy Who Loved Me, gone. Yeah. The Man yeah. with the Golden Gun, gone. Yeah. So, yeah. A we View to got... a Kill, A View to a Kill, gone. gone. Yeah. License to Kill, we keep. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. anyway, thank you for the question. <laughs> The Goldfinger. Yeah. We got rid of it. No, again, you're, you're wrong about Goldfinger. The Moonraker. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, finally, at The Burf. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Okay. Do you remember Burple? <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> listen, going. do you remember Burple from the 80s? No. It was like... It was I remember like a, the 80s. Well, I was four okay. when the Berlin Wall came it was down. Like a, it was like Kool-Aid, <laughs> but it was in this thing that you'd stretch out, and it'd be like... When you'd like stretch yeah. it out and you shake it up. You know, okay, you don't remember Burple. <laughs> anyway, the Burf says, all the books show, no, I'm smart, I guess. Rekindling Twitter to keep up with all the books. Yeah. Isn't that... What? No, that's yeah. dedication. Yeah, Twitter needs it. You get back on Twitter just for, just for all the books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you, fans. Yeah. We're touched. Did you say fins? Fans. I heard fins. Fins. Thank you, fins. Hmm. Well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So remember, that's what fish call fans. Please send us your tweets because we like to hear them, yeah. and sometimes we'll share them on air if we're feeling generous, yeah. like today. Man, if you were to go down and live with the fishes, yeah, like you couldn't use so many words because they'd have no idea. Like you can say like I'm your biggest fan because they don't even have fans. Yeah, they wouldn't know. Yeah, boy. It's anyway, just, that's all. You awesome. just blew the lid off this conversation. It's, a, it's the cultural differences between us and fishes. It's a big cultural difference. If you suddenly became a fish, you would have to watch what you say. I know. So, well, <laughs> I think we've covered that extensively. <laughs> okay. And now we're going to talk about uh, some uh, some the way new books come into the library. We're going to talk about yeah. some new books well, coming in. What, what happens is, use, yeah, when two books from the stacks this is gonna be love each other. Oh my gosh! Very much. Really. That. I, I want to stop. They create a new book. <laughs> a stork brings a new book <laughs> yeah. to the two. Yeah. Wow. That is really beautiful. It has to be a big stork, and it can only bring like two books because they're heavy. Okay. If it's a new Harry Potter book, yeah. it's only one it's book. Good. Yeah. It's two storks right. carrying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I guess that should be on an owl. Probably. Yeah. Because of Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Eric, he's the, he's the teen coordinator. So, he's got uh, oversight over the, the teen collection. Our oversight books. over control. Over control, too yeah. much control. <laughs> Does anybody say. say over control? No one says it. Huh. So Eric, uh, he's he's the teen overlord. I'm yeah. the assistant director of the library, and I handle adult services, so I do all the adult book ordering. Yeah. So we Nick have, is what um, we call the boring librarian. That's rude. Kids, you're being rude. 
<laughs> Sorry. All right. So how, where do you get most of your books? Where do you come up with these books that you order? Off the top of your head. I'm pointing to my brain. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that true? No. Okay. I, uh, I, I have a list on Amazon that I just keep like updating. And so it's authors. And I, I, Amazon's like, you might like this. I'm mm. like, I might indeed. Okay. But you also use Publishers Weekly. Yeah, yeah. So. What do you find the most helpful? Amazon. Okay. Publishers Weekly, every now and then, will put up, like, I'll get stuff. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, Amazon's good for, like, the big name authors and stuff. Okay. So right. Publishers Weekly is good do for. You try to, do you try to spread out, like, over genres? Are there specific places that you're, like, targeting? Like, oh, I want to get this, like, no, outdoorsy you know, type book and this, like, romance. Like, how do you... Fiction? Yeah. No, because, I mean, why follow so many fads? Yeah, yeah, that, true. like, you just go with it, I guess. Yeah. So, like, right now, it seems like everybody's doing a uh, YA retelling of a fairy tale. Is that so the we, new thing? Yeah, I mean, oh, we, okay. we got Unhooked, which is Peter Pan. We yeah. got this Alice in Wonderland one. Right. The Cinder ones are always yeah, yeah. that stuff. You, well, and that's coming. That's that's the same in movies, too. I mean, with yeah. Disney doing all their, like, modern adaptations, yeah, man. live action stuff. Yeah. All right. So. So a little bit of online yeah. research. Yeah. Do you, do you get a lot of, like, patron requests? Like, do you, do you For see For the people? team books? Yeah. Not so much, but, I mean, anyone's, I think they would request. A few times I've gotten them, mm-hmm. and they've turned out to be big books that I and just I know, you And I know you've, like, got some stuff and, like, struck gold and have gone back and ordered more copies so that we have them. Yeah. I feel like that's ones. even more important for you, like, in the YA Getting the old stuff? Well, no, to have the multiple copies. You know, yeah, because that's true. I feel like maybe adults are more willing to, like, put it on hold and wait, yeah. but teens might be like, oh, it's not here for Yeah, you. I need to get so. more copies of Cinder because our copies are really? never in. Oh. Yeah, we only have one copy cool. of each of those books, and uh-huh. they're always gone. Huh. So. Nice. Think about getting the first three again. Yeah. So, that's all. <laughs> all right. Well, for me, we have, I mean, we have, we follow so many like big prolific authors that we have. A, You've got our standing orders basically, list. Basically, yeah, a standing order that, that I'm constantly like, add this one, take this one off, or sort of <laughs> tweaking that. That way we'll always be certain to get things like Patterson and Joyce Carol Oates yeah. and uh, John Grisham and yeah. all the big ones. So there's that. And then I think I probably, um, I mean, I eyeball it, like if I'm in Barnes & Noble and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'll see, like, oh, we should have that. Yeah. Or if I read about it in a magazine or whatever. But I, I tend to follow the uh, publications, too, like Library Journal. And I do use Barnes & Noble. Publishers Weekly. Barnes & Noble. They're, like, bestsellers. Yeah, that's helpful. I'm like, oh, that's I better get this. Helpful. And they're like, what teens are reading display? Yeah. So. I really enjoy, like, reading through the, the different reviews and stuff and trying to figure out, like, is this going to mm. appeal to people? Yeah. I tend to look for some buzzwords that I know, like, oh, that's big with our crowd. So. Yeah. You know, that's fun. I like the big standing order because it sort of simplifies things, but I really like being able to go through and kind of cherry pick, like, oh, people will like this. Yeah. And we tend to stay up with the bestseller list, too, fiction yeah. and nonfiction. So uh, I, I tend to order, like, weekly. What what do you do? Um, well, I mean, ordering You're YA. often ahead, right? I mean, you usually, like... Yeah. You, you got it mapped out for the next several months, it seems like. <laughs> well, I mean, I try... I, I keep them in, like, chronological order, so yeah. I'm like, oh, what am I getting in May? What am I getting... Right. I try to order them on a regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on getting us some older stuff. That's always hard. So that's a, that's a struggle. Like decide how important yeah. it is to fill out the old collection versus like getting brand yeah. new. But it, again, it seems like it's very different between teen and adult. Because yeah, I feel like like it's the yeah. series are like the big thing. So like yeah. the Kingdom Keepers Disney series, like mm-hmm. the Disney After Dark series. Like I got those, and they're old, but like they're never here anymore. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I find it. I I don't know that you feel this way because it seems like you don't have much luck with your new book, mm. right? I mean, are, are people pulling things off the? Yeah, are they? Okay. I mean, it, it's it's not crazy, but we're such a small town. Yeah. So, 
But do you think do you find they they're more likely to take out a new book than one that's just like on a display or in the stacks? I I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean wouldn't, I wouldn't say so for why. Yeah. But I think for adults, mm-hmm. uh, new book is yeah. like the place to go unless they're looking for a really specific yeah. author. If if there's a series, old, if but... I if a new book is coming out and it's part of a series and yeah. we don't have the series, I'll buy both. I'll buy the book, the new book, and the series mm. to go with it. Okay, and that usually helps. Yeah, I bet it does. So. Cool. It spreads it out. Yeah. You're doing a YA book club right now, right? What, what are you reading? What? Tuck Everlasting, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're reading Tuck Everlasting. I've never read that book. I haven't read it either. Did, i got to no, read it tomorrow. A, that's an award winner, right? Is that... Probably. I can't remember it's what that is. It's the one about somebody who's... I don't know. Old. Ageless, right? Yeah. They? Okay. Alexis Bedell was in the movie. That's right. I remember so. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Coming off her Gilmore Girls run, or during her Gil- I think during. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, during. So. And now it's back, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I guess. Making the circuit. Coming yeah. back around. Yeah. We do have some... I know we have some Gilmore Girls novels. We do have in, one, in yeah. The it's, uh, it's called uh, I Do, Don't I? Ah. So I oh. guess it's something to do with a wedding. Yeah. Lorelai didn't want to get married or something? That's, that's a thing that happened. Are, it's like all the guys, except for Luke, are losers. No, that's, no, that's not really true. She makes reckless decisions. I think that's what's really true. Ah. But we should stop talking about Gilmore Girls <laughs> okay. now. She should have listened to that traffic light. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I know, but they do. Uh, Alexis Bedell's boyfriends. I don't like any of them. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. Except for that one. Know. The one that everybody likes, I guess. Everybody likes Jess. You're the only one who doesn't no, like Jess. The, Logan? No, the... Logan? Logan, yeah. Nobody likes Logan. Oh. Well, People don't like Logan. Like Logan. Jess is such a tool. Oh, we can't talk Everybody's about like, Everybody's like, he's just got a lot of pain. I'm all like, right, so get I've over got... it then, Jess. Oh, my gosh. I know. I guess we're becoming Gilmore guys. So, you're so aggressive. Yeah. Um... So I have a stack here of some of the books that came out that I was kind of excited about. Yeah, I got and, them too. Uh, okay, so we're just going to talk a little bit. I guess about... you could say we're starting a new segment right now. Oh boy. A... Go ahead. <laughs> you can't do it. it. You can't? Uh, oh, uh, it's just called our Sexy New Books pod. No, book. What oh was boy. the book club? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. Man, I. Sexy I New dropped... Book Book Club. Yeah, you a say. Sexy New Book Book Club. Yeah, we were debating whether or not yeah. you should use the word sexy. And, uh, There's no other way to describe this book. No, club you're right. You're right. I mean, it's, sexy it's, it's new hip. It's hot. It's today. Book club. Yeah. Sexy new book book club. Get on it, Ben. These books are super new yeah. and sexy too. Cause yeah, but I, I think see, a blue book is our, super sexy. Our other themes are like guitar driven, but I feel like this one needs to be like saxophone driven. Yeah, so, my brother-in-law plays a saxophone. Oh Mike, if you're listening, yeah. get on the horn and uh, get I us, played get us a song. Uh, in fifth grade for a couple of months. Mm, my little sister plays the clarinet. Would that help? No. Mm. You said you said saxophone. I know, but yeah. Anyway, Nick, okay. what's your new sexy book? Oh boy. Well, <laughs> I picked a couple here. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with King Maybe. King Maybe. King is Maybe. Sexy book? This is a, yeah. <laughs> this is a it's a mystery. Okay. It's uh it's it's got a lot of good reviews. People seem to really <laughs> you follow the really reviews. Like it. Yeah. You're like, if people don't like this, I don't like it. No, no, it's just I like some of the things they're saying. Yeah. They they tend to, it's quirky, I think is the thing. It's sort mm. of like offbeat, and it's really like, sometimes the offbeat books are like, get a really niche market, and people yeah. are like, oh yeah, I like that. But this seems to be pretty universal, honestly. The, okay. Uh, it seems kind of across the board that people are saying, hey, check out this series. I haven't read it, but I'm probably going to work it into our uh, Page Turners book club, Ooh. because they're, they're one that's coming out. So this is, this is a Junior Bender mystery. Uh, this <gasps> Bender one... the Robot from Futurama has a Junior book series? No, he doesn't. Oh. No, I would read it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, I would read that. But 
So this one we've had for a little for a little while. This is um, I'm trying to remember what book it is, but it, they're fun titles like Little Elvises is book two. Okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's quite a few here. But would this, you read a Little Elvis book series, like a series about like little kid Elvis? I mean, I'm not proud to say yes, but yes. <laughs> he's solving mysteries like kid level mysteries, but he's also developing as a musical artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, wait is... a minute, Hound Dog. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Timothy Hallinan wrote the wrote this book. Okay. So this is book five in the Junior Bender series. We have Crashed, Little Elvises, The Fame Thief, Herbie's Game, and King mm-hmm. Maybe. So that's what we're on now. Right. A great cover, I think. It's an orange cover. Yeah. Uh, the font is good. Got a little dude. You're a big fan of orange. Hanging from a string. Am I? I don't know. I'm making things up about true. you. Uh, let me tell you a few of the reviews here. So we've got uh, New York Times book review says Bender's quick wit and smart mouth make him a boon companion. Hmm. Right there. Entertainment Weekly says, Twisty Turny Heart Pounder. Oh, Julia Spencer Fleming. I like Julia Spencer Fleming. We met at a Nyla conference. Yeah. Uh, if Carl Hyacin and Donald Westlake had a literary love child, he would be Timothy Hallinan. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so a lot, a lot of good stuff about it. Uh, let, me, let me give you a little bit of the plot here. Are you ready? Yeah. Am I? Hold on. Junior Bender yes. find himself caught in a Hollywood revenge plot epic enough for the silver screen. Los Angeles' most talented burglar, Junior Bender, oh, burglar, is in the middle <laughs> of a stealing one of the world's rarest stamps from a professional killer when his luck suddenly turns sour. It takes an unexpected assist to get him out alive, but his escape sets off a chain reaction of blackmail, strong-arming, and escalating crime. By the time Junior is forced to commit his third burglary of the week, in the, <laughs> I did say that weird, you're burglary. right, in the impregnable fortress that's home to the ruthless studio mogul called King Maybe, he's beginning to wish he'd just let the killer take a crack at him. Everybody always thinks their fortress is impregnable, but abstinence is the only way to keep it safe. Yowza. <laughs> let, me give you, let me give you part one. Part one, the Stamp Act. Chapter one, Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, <laughs> right. Book, you have Nick's number. I know. So I'm going to read you the first paragraph. Bad okay. luck, as my mentor and surrogate father, Herbie Mott, used to say, arrives on the wind. I tried without success to track the saying to its origin, but with or without an attribution, it was hard not to think of it as the wind slammed the sides of the house in which I was risking my life to steal something I wouldn't have bought for a buck fifty. But whether I wanted the damn thing or not, there was work to do. I searched for good news and found some. The color looked okay, and that was about half the battle, considering what I'd been sent to swipe. So now you're never going to know what he's going to swipe. So it's in first person. Yeah. Which... Either is good or bad, depending on how. Yeah, those good are the definitely is. two options it could be. But uh, I like it. I like the. Uh, it's kind of punchy. I, I was kind of looking ahead. I read more than just that, and uh, this is definitely on my list. So this is King All Maybe, right. Book King Five. Maybe. Uh, I think you can just grab it right at Book Five. I don't think you need to go back to Book One. Mm-hmm. I probably will because I'm obsessive. But right. so this is in our new book section, King Maybe, a mystery by Timothy Helena. Nice. All right, man. Well, obviously, I brought some young adult books. Sure you did. So uh, I also picked this one because I think the cover's good. This is one of those, uh, let's take the fairy tale old stuff and like do the YA stuff. So can you figure out which one it is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Alex in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Alex in Wonderland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I was thinking of Alex Mack. But... Oh, boy. <laughs> I try not to. Uh, this book is called Queen of Hearts by Colleen Oakes. The little blurb says, evil is rising in Wonderland. Oh. The cover looks like a playing card. Yeah, it does. It, and it looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. Look at the back. It looks like an adult coloring book. <laughs> so, Boy, those are all the rage. Adult coloring books? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one doesn't have any reviews. 
But I can tell you that Colleen Oakes is the best-selling author of books for both teens and adults, including the Ellie and the Bloom series and Wendy Darling Saga. She lives in North Denver with her husband and son. Surround herself with mostly lovely family and friends imaginable. She doesn't have any pets, mm. so how good she she be? You know? Yeah, really. Adopt a dog, Colleen Oakes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to read you the description of this. Okay. We'll we'll see how. Uh, oh. <laughs> This is not the story of uh, the Wonderland we know. Oh, boy. Okay. Alice has not fallen down a rabbit hole. There is no all-knowing cat with a taunting smile. This is a Wonderland where beneath each smile lies a secret. Each tart comes with a demand, and only prisoners tell the truth. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This isn't anything like Wonderland. No. Uh, Dinah is the princess who will one day reign over Wonderland. She has not yet seen the dark depths of her kingdom. She longs only for her father's approval and a future with the boy she loves. But when a betrayal, uh, but when a betrayal breaks her heart and threatens her throne, she is launched into Wonderland's dangerous political game. Mm. Dinah must stay one step ahead of her cunning enemies, or she'll lose not just the crown, but her head. But her head. Yeah. Oh boy. Evil okay. is brewing in Wonderland, and maybe most frighteningly, in Diana herself. Uh-oh. The first novel. The first novel. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, in Colleen Oak's epic imaginative series, proves heroes can become villains and fairy tales can become nightmares. Hmm. This is not a story of a happily ever after. This is the story of the Queen of Hearts. Wow. Uh, you wouldn't read a book like this anyway. You're right, but that didn't grab me. Well, give me the opening paragraph. It looks like a quick read. So, I like it when a young adult book is a quick read as opposed to like 400 pages that rivals Dune. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I'll read the first paragraph. Oh, my future queen, you're late. It sounds like the rabbit. Yeah, I think it is. Harris hopped from one foot to Uh-oh. the other, his plump face soaked with Did cold sweat. Did you say sweat. his name was Harris? Yeah. Like hair? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he pulled off his thick-rimmed glasses and wiped them on his white checkered ascot. Dino, walk faster, your highness. We are late, late, late. He looked down at his pocket watch with an extravagant sigh. So, I don't think that I would call that too original. Dino, princess of Wonderland and future <laughs> queen of hearts... Uh, that's Alice's her cat, eyes. Right? What? That's a cat. Alice's cat. Dinah. Oh. Hmm. Nice. Well, anyways. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I might read it. I really? don't know. Uh. I mean, the cover looks cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like the back cover better. Well, that's because you like adult coloring books. I don't like adult coloring no, books. No, I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know if everybody's trying to chase, like, the success Cinder's had or the success Disney's having with this. Probably more likely. I'm Disney. probably not going to read any of the other, like, like Unhooked or... Uh, yeah, yeah. All that other stuff. It almost seems like Peter Pan is the crazy one. There's a Snow White one out, too, right now. Have you read Peter Pan? The J.M. Barry, like, original? No. I like that. And huh. then they, they authorized a sequel called Peter Pan <laughs> and Scarlet just a couple of years. Well, it's probably about ten years Is that ago. where he meets Scarlet from Gone with the Wind? No. no. That would have been better. It was just a terrible, <laughs> terrible one. All right. But. Well, I, I just brought it up because I think well, it's it, certainly it has like, its audience. It's relevant at the moment. So, it's like a big, yeah. It's a big thing of a deal. the Alice in Wonderland sequel's coming out. All right. So the next one that I have, uh, this is not a mystery. This is, I would probably class this. What's as, your new sexy book, Nick? <laughs> I would probably class this as a thriller. Oh, my gosh. Now this. You should have echoed that back to me. That was an echo song. Uh, I'll try it again, right? No, I, I don't want What's your new sexy book, Nick? What's your new sexy book, Nick? No, you were going to answer me. Oh. Well, you said echo. Well, I don't know. It's like, an answer. It's so a it's call like a and response. Call and response. Yeah, call and that's response. what I meant. What's your new sexy book, Nick? The Defense by Steve Cavanaugh. Nice. Did you like that? That's awesome. Okay. So my new sexy book, Eric, is The Defense <laughs> <laughs> by Steve Cavanaugh. Now, we've mentioned in the last two that the covers were appealing. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. We like the covers of the old yeah. too. How, tell me this. How important do you think that is? The cover? Yeah. Do you think that's like a huge... With a classic, it doesn't matter. Yeah. With a new book, I think it matters. I think so too. I mean, a lot of times... I mean, even, even when I'm ordering them and there's pictures, I think like, yeah. blah. Or, you know, it might pull me into something that I yeah. probably would have skipped otherwise. If, if so I read a I description of a book in Publishers Weekly and it's really dry, but the cover looks more fun, I'll be like, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah. But maybe give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, it can kind of make or break because when you're just going in cold, you know, that's that's a lot of what you have. See, so. I, for me, I'm buying for like teens yeah. and kids. Right. And the visual, I think, needs yeah. to pop a little bit more. Yeah. So anyway. Well, this one, I don't like the cover. Okay. I think it's, I think it's too busy. Like, <sighs> right? What's the, it called? Lawyer, the, husband, father? I know, right? <laughs> so it's the, the, center, the center of the cover has a skyline and in red it says the defense and novel Steve Cavanaugh. Yeah. But like... Above and, and beneath that, There's it says lawyer, husband, text. father, con artist, hustler, criminal, criminal, and these are like just as big as the defense. So it's yeah. just, it's not pleasant to look at. It no. doesn't draw you in. I think if I saw this, I don't I would think feel the like, red oh. is as like vibrant as they thought it would be against no. that like green text. It looks like bad nonfiction to me. That's what I would think if I saw it. I would think it hurts like, to look at. It yeah. like literally pains I me. I know it's not good. Uh, this one I did not see the cover for. <laughs> um, but now it's it's basically about uh, Eddie Flynn. It's the start of a new character. Eddie Flynn used to be a con artist. Then he became a lawyer. Turns out the two aren't that different. That's the tagline. That's true, right? So, yeah, sure. Good. Uh, again, this has got uh, it's got pretty good reviews. Um, I don't have any reviews. It sort of pulled me up uh, because because of the the plot, you know, with the Kim kind of switching sides. I thought it was interesting, and it's the start of a new series in a genre that tends to be popular. People love legal fiction. Yeah. You know, whether it's Grisham or uh, Michael Connolly or uh, Scott Turow, you know, uh, it tends to be a popular genre. And this is kind of a spin on that, kind of um, kind of reminiscent, I guess, of uh, Grisham's Rogue Lawyer, which I actually didn't like. But right. uh, that's about kind of a jerky lawyer. But, hey, it gave us Clint McGavin. That's true. Cowboy yeah. Lawyer. Cowboy Lawyer. Uh, so here's a little bit of the synopsis. It's a little too long. But former <laughs> con artist turned lawyer Eddie Flynn vowed never to step foot in a courtroom again after a disastrous case. But now he doesn't have a choice. The head of the Russian mob in New York City on trial for murder has kidnapped Eddie's 10-year-old daughter. Eddie has to take this case whether he likes it or not. Hmm. And then it ends with using his razor-sharp wit in every con, bluff, grift, and trick in the book. Eddie has only 48 hours to defend an impossible trial. And if he loses this case, he loses... Everything. Oh my gosh! I know. His house? So maybe his wife? So none of that's really impressed me. But I remember. Really? I thought that would have clicked with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's a kidnapped kid. I don't know. It seems overdone. But I did. I did like the sound of this. I, I mean, I think the... we'd all agree. Kidnapped kids are overdone. Yeah. We should stop. Yeah, we should everybody stop, should stop, stop kidnapping, kidnapping kids. kids. Uh, chapter one. <laughs> I'd grown sloppy. That's what happens when you grow straight. Do exactly as I tell you, or I'll put a bullet in your spine. The accent was male and Middle Eastern European. I detected no tremors of hints of anxiety in his voice. The, the tone... accent was male? Yeah, male. I'm sorry. The tone sounded even and measured. This wasn't a threat. It was a statement of fact. If I didn't cooperate, I would be shot. I felt the unmistakable electric pressure from a handgun pressed into the small of my back. <gasps> my first instinct was to lean into the barrel and spin sharply to my left, turning the shot away from my body. Yeah. The guy was probably right-handed, which meant he was naturally exposed on his left side. I could throw an elbow through that gap into the guy's face as I turned, giving me enough time to break his wrist and bury the weapon in his forehead. Old instincts. But the guy who could do all of those things wasn't around anymore. I buried him along with my past. 
Without pressure on the faucet, the patter of water falling on porcelain faded. I felt my fingers shaking as I raised my wet hands in surrender. You like it? What do you think? It's not your thing. He's in the middle of a con. Yeah. Right? Maybe. So. I don't know. Yeah, you shouldn't. You don't want the gun. If you have somebody at gunpoint, yeah. you don't want the gun like right up against the back. Yeah. Because you can just get out of the way very right. quickly. You want to stand a couple of feet back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Just in case you're ever holding anybody okay. at gunpoint. Yeah, I understand. Now you know. I understand. So, so are you going to read it? No, I probably won't read that one. Oh. I liked it. I mean, I like the sound of it, but I don't know that if it's, it's enough to make my list. But, you know, it's always a challenge, I think, is because we have a mystery section. We have a devoted mystery section. Uh-huh. And we have a devoted group of patrons who comes in and uh-huh. goes to the mystery section. So yeah. that's a hard one to balance because we have the cozy mysteries, mm-hmm. which if you're not familiar with that term, cozy mystery usually means uh, it's light. It's, huh. it's not like graphic violence. It's yeah. probably funny. It's probably a little quirky. It's, uh, it's Murder, fun. She wrote. It's, yeah, yeah. Murder, She Wrote is a cozy mystery, certainly. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the more like hardcore, like tough, yeah, you know, yeah, gone girl, blood uh, and brains are all over my stuff. face yeah. after shooting yeah. that con straight well, yeah, in the head. Exactly right. So his eyes splattered and across the, the windshield. Each of those have like strong, dedicated yeah. audiences. So yeah. finding finding the right blend, you know, getting enough of each, and then finding some that maybe straddle the line is challenging. And there's so many. I Did mean, the uh, pre-publish report for that one say the next gone girl? No, a girl didn't. on the train. No, it didn't. But there are so many. Yeah. You know, there are just, there's like every, every, every week, there's like, oh, it's a start of a new mystery series. Yeah. And like, we can't get every single one. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we'll, you know, book three or four will really hit and then we'll have to kind of go back and, and fill that up. But it is challenging uh, with each order to find something that, that will land just right. So yeah. maybe the defense will do it, maybe it won't. Yeah. But I. Either way, Nick rests his case. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, so Ta-ta. what do we got now? Still, All right. Staying in the same genre? Are you. What, I, what was that? Uh, what's your next sexy book choice? I got The Square Root of Summer. Okay. Yeah, nice. It's called The Square Root of Summer, Nick. Yeah, it is. By Harriet Bruter Hapgood. Okay. Hapgood. Hapgood. Uh, this one has some reviews on the back. Okay. An epic romance with twists that will leave you breathless mm-hmm. by Cami Garcia, writer of Beautiful Creatures. Are you familiar with Beautiful Creatures? I know of it. You've been writing fan fiction for for a couple of years. No, you're making that up. Uh, An atmospheric, romantic, and beautifully written puzzle of a book. Yeah. Starring a lovable, unconventional cast of characters. You won't want to put this book down for even a second until you've pieced the whole thing together. Mm. Uh, Leela Salls of The Song Will Save Your Life and Once Was a Time. Once was a time. Yeah, that's true. It's not any time no more. No. Uh, Not in a time no more. what, What do you think of the cover? Hmm. I like the way I like the typography, yeah, because I like the square root symbol yeah. over the summer, so I think that works. Um, this will make sense when I read the description. I didn't even know what this is about when I bought it. Yeah, I just liked the title. I thought it's like it's also some fun summer jaunt. Yeah. Now, when Goatee H. Oppenheimer is hurtled through her first wormhole, mm-hmm. she begins a journey into the loves and losses of all her summers, oh my gosh. past, present, and future. Not so future. see, this is it's, the numbers are forming a wormhole. Yeah, yeah. Around her, uh, secret secret tryst with a handsome boy, an almost kiss with a first love. The day her grandfather was rushed to the hospital and never came home. Uh oh. But go, it's Goaty. Yeah. But Goaty's determined to escape this black hole of heartbreak and rewrite destiny. Gifted in math and science, she tries to solve her ever-changing reality and figure out how the universe got so twisted and why everything seems to point to one day she can't remember and one she'd rather forget. Wow. 
time travel, quantum physics, and world-stopping kisses come together <laughs> in this exponentially enthralling story from debut author Harriet Retta Hapgood. Hapgood. Yeah. Okay. So. What do you think now? Now uh, a little bit more about I it. I mean, the, look, there's a book, I, I've, I've talked about it before, the uh, 10,000 Pieces of You yeah. book, which is about the quantum mechanics, about a girl going to different realities mm-hmm. and trying to find the person who killed her father. Okay. And she's, like, seeing her life different. So there's, like, there's stuff to be, and it wasn't a bad book, so mm-hmm. there's, like, that, like, geeky, hardcore science does have a place in this, like, YA romance okay. section. Uh, I'll read the paragraph. Ready? Yes. Uh, yes, go on. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just making sure it's appropriate. Okay. <laughs> My underwear is in the apple tree. Wow. (laughs) I'm lying in the grass, staring up through the branches. It's late afternoon, and the rest of the garden is lemonade sunshine. But here, it's cool, dark, and insecty. When I lift my head back, my whole garden is upside down, and my laundry with it, festooned like the world's saddest bunting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she used festoons and bunting. Yeah. So. This must be a British. I mean. Yeah, that's good. Whoa, burn. Well, half good. (laughs) Take that, British. Harriet. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think? I like uh, that, I, I like that phrase, lemonade sunshine. Yeah. Okay, you I don't, don't like it. I'm not in. No, I'm sorry, buddy. All right. That's it. That's it. That's what the do you, first well, paragraph. What do you think? I mean, I might would keep reading through it's it it's not bad i mean the imagery's good yeah you get it she's so, got clothes lines laying on the ground it's not the writing's not bad I'm, yeah i don't know that was saturday july 3rd and this is sunday july oh you, they are british look at the way they do the dates oh boy yeah oh, it kind of makes sense it makes way more sense that way you go biggest time yeah. to high yeah largest time anyway yeah. smallest to largest yeah so yeah. I see you said biggest to largest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exponential. Yeah. So anyway, um, so does that get your vote? Yeah, it's still good. Our okay. listeners should still check it out. All right. All right. So we're at an hour and ten minutes. Look at us go. Yeah. Keep going. We'll do our last ones. All right. Stop. Okay. I'll go quick. So this is uh, a Joyce Carol Oates. This, <gasps> this is her. You love her. Yeah, I do. This is her latest. This uh, is the scary one with the dolls. I know it is the scary one. It's the scary doll one. Now, Eric and I both read Jack of Spades, and we yep. both really liked it. It's true. I, and I feel like she's good with creepy stuff, obviously. Yeah. And what worked about Jack of Spades is that it was so intense and so fast-paced and so quick. Mm-hmm. And it was very short. And these are, uh, this is a collection of short stories. A collection of six psychologically daring, exquisitely suspenseful stories from the yeah. masterful Joyce Carol. Now, this is the one where she wrote Ewan as a character who <laughs> yeah. is a, a horrible monster a terrible who's monster. also killed. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Nick Gunning was grotesque, yeah. but he was dead. <laughs> Finally, the monster Nick Gunning was yeah. dead. Well, that's a, that's a direct quote. That's <laughs> good for you. This is called The Doll Master and Other Tales of Terror. And I got to tell you, the front, these creepy doors yeah. opening... This oh. doll head just laying around. Don't show me that doll head. Look at that doll head. Look at that doll head. <laughs> it's too creepy. Oh my gosh. Are dolls the scariest toy we've ever invented? I don't know why you're asking that because yes, they are. Would you say, because like if you think about it, what is mm. a jack in a box other than a trapped doll? Know. You know, what's interesting here on the inside cover, obviously she's written a billion things, yeah. but also by Joyce Carol Oates, it lists a lot of her other like creepy books. Yeah. So she's got a couple of genres, I would yeah. say. She's got, she's got the creepy, she's got the gothic, she's mm. got the like epics. What's the gothic? Uh, gothic, she, like, the accursed uh, oh. Mysteries of Winterthurn, you know. she's Okay, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's a thing. 
So let me read you a little bit from the Doll Master. I don't, I might save this for Halloween, or it just might straight up be too creepy for me. I don't know. Yeah, what was that book you couldn't read because it was too scary, but I put it on my list? Something about a house. Oh, uh, yeah, Paul Tremblay. What is that called? I can't remember now. Okay. I know what you mean. It just won something, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I added it to my list. Okay. Like, it was too scary it for It was me. too scary. <laughs> I wish I could remember what that was. I'll look it up. I'll post it on Twitter. Uh, the Doll Master. So this is the first of the one of the six stories. Hmm. You can hold her, but don't drop her. It's a doll. They're talking no, about, a doll. about a doll. <laughs> solemnly, my little cousin Amy spoke, and solemnly, Amy held out to me her beloved doll. Oh, boy. It was a baby doll in oh. baby clothes, a little top adorned with pink baby ducklings, and on the tiny baby doll feet, little pink booties, and a baby diaper, white, with a silver safety pin. A soft, fleshy baby doll with a placid baby face, Ugh. malleable baby fingers, Stop. and fleshy little baby arms and legs that could be manipulated to a degree. The baby hair was fine and blonde <sighs> and curly, and the baby eyes were slate-blue marble that opened and closed as you tilted the doll backward or forward. There's a scary, ticklish sensation you feel when you see a baby close up because you think that that baby could be hurt. And this is how I felt about baby Emily, though she was only a doll. <laughs> <laughs> Something about tilting a doll backwards <laughs> creeped me out. Yeah. So uh, I think we read the description of the first story when we were talking about that book. I think did the we? cousin it starts with a cousin dying. Ooh. And the doll oh, no. maybe has the personality. Oh, no. Of no, the no, dead no. Cousin. I'm not gonna read a dead cousin baby doll nightmare. Alright, let, let me okay, so we talked about the Why doll. did the doll keep singing the same song? Oh, this one sounds good too. Okay. There's just a little bit. Soldier. Uh, this is the second story. They have advised me. Do not open your mail. They have advised me it could be a fatal mistake to open your mail. And yet, I am not a coward. I am insulted that anyone should think that I am a coward to be protected from the mail that comes addressed to Brandon Shrink. Therefore, the mail accumulates. It has not been decided by my legal team, as they are called, what exactly to do with the avalanche of mail that has been forwarded to me. I would like to open some of the letters, I think, for I am eager for friends. I am not afraid of my enemies." Uncle T has told me you are a hero to your race. There's some will want you to be a martyr, but F that. Does it say F? No, it says the F word. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So Good catch. Out. Yeah, thank you. Good catch. Whew. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're a little... I don't know, man. I don't know if you can do it. I No, I'm a chicken man. Okay. You're a chicken man. I just said that. All right. Last one I got. Ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Jesse Andrews who is the writer of Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, oh, has a yeah. new book called The Haters. Uh, the little blurb says, A band, boom, boom. a road trip, mm. a gig, oh, a gig, uh, a band, a road trip, a gig that maybe doesn't suck. Hmm. I like the cover. Oh, I like the color, too. It's uh, yeah. headphones and two volume knobs that they saw. Yeah, a that's good. sad face. Let's see what some of the uh, advanced praise says. Okay. Book list says, An uproariously funny addition to the teen road trip canon. This raunchy bromance in the vein of Superbad is effortlessly readable, deeply enjoyable, and given the years since Andrew's fantastic debut, well worth the wait. I said debut. I'm sorry. It's That's debut. Okay. <laughs> debut. <laughs> um, let's see. The Haters is terrific. It is shocking and funny and settling and charming. That's Rhodey Dow. All those uh, things. The commitments. And he, oh, Margaret Stoll, author of Beautiful Creatures. Wait. So who... You mentioned Beautiful Creatures on Somewhere Else. Margaret Stoll did... Maybe she wrote them, but she... 
does the graphic novel. I'm sorry, I'm killing it. Hilariously awkward and painfully honest, The Haters is so much more than a road-tripping riff on friendship, family, loser dumb, and love. Jesse Andrews can shred. Mm. All right. You want me to read the description? I'm gonna. So okay. I don't care if you want it or not. No, just read me the uh, read me the first line. Well, you can read the description. If you All right. Want. Do I'm you have so a excited. favorite band? Okay, good. Unfortunately, it also sucks. And Wes and Corey can tell you exactly how. <laughs> There's nothing Wes and Corey can't hate on. Even bands they love. In fact, they are incapable of loving anything without relentlessly figuring out ways to hate it, too. Man, this sounds like you. What? And so when <laughs> they're sent to a place as soul-crushingly... As so crushing as Jazz Camp, oh boy, which is populated almost completely by competitive maniacs who are trying to seem chill by talking in jazz voice. <laughs> Wes and Corey hate on it with extreme prejudice. Fortunately, so does a girl named Ash. Ash Ketchum, but that's a boy. Now I'm confused. Who may even be bigger and better hater than the two of them combined. When three of them run away from camp, start their own band, and go on tour... It seems like a great idea, except they are faced with basically unanswerable questions. How can confirmed haters even try to make music that maybe doesn't suck? Wow. The answer takes form of catastrophic, hilarious, romantic, tangled road trip from Jesse Andrews. You can feel free to hate on it, but you can also love it too, because maybe those are the same things. That was boring. What? That's no. what you think? No, it's not. Oh, wow. Sorry. You're, you're, you're hard to win. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, first line, chapter one. Jazz camp was mostly dudes. It was just a scene <laughs> of way too many dudes. Corey and I right. were in Sh- Shippensburg University Memorial Auditorium for orientation, and it was dudes as far as the eye could see. Dudes were trying dudes. with all their might to be mellow and cool. Everywhere you looked, a dude was making a way too exaggerated face of agreement or friendliness. And every 10 seconds, it was clear that some dude had made a joke in some region of the auditorium because all the other dudes in that region were laughing in that joke, at that joke in loud, empathetic ways. Mm. They were trying to laugh lightheartedly, but it was unmistakably that crazed, anxious barking of competitive maniacs. Wow. Sounds fun. Yeah. You hated on it real quick. Yeah, I But I know. guess he wanted you to. No, yeah. You're, you're a hater. I told you it was I, about I you, man. It. I liked it with the, uh, the dialogue. Or not the, uh, you know, the writing. All right. I, I didn't read me... Uh, me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. No. I didn't watch the movie, no. but I know people really do. Yeah. When the movie came out, the book was very popular, and the yeah. movie was doing good. Yeah, so. I actually thought it would get bigger than it did. Me, but. Earl, and the Dying Girl is going to be one of the prizes of our summer reading program for the teens. Well, that's exciting. The movie. Hmm. So, well, well, if you'd like to check out any of these and many, many more, you yeah. can check out the the new book sections. And uh, right when you come in the doors yeah. of the library, to the to your left will be yeah. new adult fiction. To your right, new adult nonfiction. Yeah, I didn't bring up any nonfiction. Yeah. You hate nonfiction. No, I don't. You hate learning. No, it's not true. You, no, you're always like, I want to stay ignorant. That's false. Feed me cake. Young adult <laughs> new books are located in the children's room in the back left corner. That's true. And there's many. We also have, obviously, new books for all ages. Yeah. Right when you come yeah. into the children's yeah. room. But, None uh, for you children. Stop and check it out. Also, if you have suggestions or authors that we're not getting that you think we should be getting, let me no. know. We'll, uh, we'll look into it. And See that was the end of uh, our Sexy New book Book Club. Yeah, Sexy New Books Book Club. Yeah. I like it. Thank you, man. It's perfect. I, it was, uh, I mean, uh, let me check Twitter. Yep, they love it. Oh, great. People are loving Woo! it. Woo! Yep, so. Crazy about it. Pretty exciting stuff. Okay. Let me tell you what I have co- coming up in the library. Well, that's okay. I didn't even ask. Book clubs are currently reading The Imperfectionist by Tom Rockman. Yeah. Finishing that on Tuesday when we will start Year of Wonders by Geraldine Brooks. Yeah. Uh, Page Turner's book club is currently reading Nashville Noir by Donald Bain. So those are the two right now. I have an exciting concert. I noticed that you don't mention that it's a murder she wrote. Murder, She Wrote, colon, Nashville Noir <laughs> by Donald Bain. Okay. Uh, next week, we have a pretty exciting uh, uh, slate. 
for we've a got uh, we've got a concert by Emma Time. So she's performed many places. I, I've heard her a couple times around. She's performed at Houghton a few times, and I've heard her. She's excellent. Singer-songwriter, writes a lot of her own stuff. She's really, really good. Okay. Uh, Angelica listeners will know because she, she also <gasps> Shut has up. her... Yeah, she has her own show on the Angelica radio station Fridays. Uh, Emma Time hosts Wait, the show. Wait, Emma Time is basically like our colleague? Yeah. Hi, Emma Time. Yeah. From all the books. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, we should get her on she's, our podcast. Uh, morning. She's, she's the morning person. Oh, so, she'd say no. Uh, seven, she'd say no. <laughs> seven to nine, you can hear Emma on the Angelica radio station. And uh, Thursday, May 26th, you can hear her at seven o'clock live here in the Nancy Howe Auditorium. So she and, got a new EP out, so you can purchase that, or you can just come and sit, listen to the music for yeah. free. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. So please come. Please tell your friends. And every Wednesday at nine, eight. Nine? No, we're on at nine. Okay, every Wednesday at nine, you can hear us on the Angelica, Angelica radio, radio station. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They uh, they've really been expanding their slate too. It used to be mostly just evening programming. Now they're pretty much yeah. all day. So yeah. check them out. <gasps> we should do all the books. Let it morning. Yeah, all the books morning edition yeah. where we just like drink, drink coffee. coffie yeah, <laughs> talk, about <laughs> talk about books. Yeah. Hey Nick, what book did you read this morning? Yeah. Well, we already what? talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So anyway, that's WRAQ <laughs> 92.7 FM. Or you can listen live on their website, WRAQ.org. Yeah. Or you can download us anytime you want. Yeah. In the places we mentioned. SoundCloud, yeah. iTunes, YouTube, yeah. etc. Yeah, so, best of uh, all worlds. It is, yeah. So. Yeah, we have the, uh, the Wellsville High Schools coming back for their encore show early June. Yeah. We also have a concert by the uh, Young Sisters coming up. A lot okay. of exciting stuff. Yeah. Too much. Uh, I know. We got a tech class coming up. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. Hey. Do you like learning about Instagram and I sure do. Uh, how to post photos online? Can I tell you something that I know nothing about Instagram? I've never used Instagram ever. Wow, I was kind of joking, but you might need to take my class. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah. On uh, May 23rd at 6 o'clock, I'm teaching With a filters. Instagram and posting your photos online class. That sounds fun. So we'll talk about Instagram. We'll talk about filters. We'll talk about the community. We'll talk about hashtagging and all that stuff and cool. all that. When is this? Uh, that's May 23rd. But we'll also go over Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr and the other stuff that you can post okay. right from Instagram. Cool. So, all right. Tech yeah. Labs. Uh, tech Labs are every Wednesday and Friday from sign, ten to twelve. Sign up for so, Yep. Sign up for them. The twentieth, cool. May twentieth at three thirty, we're showing the two thousand fourteen version of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles, starring Michelangelo, yeah, Raphael, Donatello, and Leonardo, and Venus de Milo. No, that was only no. from the live action show. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about Venus. No, nobody wants to talk about Venus okay, DeMilo. Um, and then we have something else going on. Oh, Anime Club. Every yeah, Wednesday. Anime Club, Wednesday. Yeah. It's a happening place. It is a happening place. We had 19 kids. That's great. Last Wednesday. 19 teens. Yeah. Jeez. And we bought a cake because it was somebody's birthday, and we were able to cut it into 20 slices. Wow. So everybody and me got some cake. That's great. So, That's perfect. That's just the right amount. Yeah. I, I was panicking cutting that cake. I had, to yeah. have, I had to have the birthday girl come over and be like, how do I cut this cake? You've seen you it. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it's terrible. So I was using like a butter knife. Yeah, you're doing like star patterns and just <laughs> yeah. zigzags. Yeah, I'm like, crazy. all right, who wants the mushroom and who wants the shamrock? Yeah, nuts. So Yeah, so we got some good stuff coming yeah. up. This so, library is like a happening place. It is a happening place. So if I you're not coming to this it, library on a regular basis, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. Come to the library. And if you live far away, well, we understand. Yeah, make but the travel. Yeah, get a plane ticket. Because yeah. it's the really... Only one you're, you're, holding yourself, you're holding yourself back, so, yeah, basically. Right. So remember, please send us your suggestions yeah. about uh, spotlights you'd like us to do, authors you want us to talk about, yeah. anything like that. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. So uh, yeah. at All the Book Show at Twitter. And please tune in to our new podcast where we just talk about video games. That's not true. Really? That's not happening. Do you want to do the Facts of Life? We always talk about doing our Facts of Life rewatch podcast, but yeah. not seriously. 
Unless, unless it's a little serious. Unless the fans demand it, so yeah. here's your opportunity. I would do the fact of life podcast very. Quickly. I wonder if our friends at the Angelica Radio Station would put us on. Maybe we could follow all the books. What were what were we gonna call it? I don't know. All the facts Ooh. of life. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. Say it again. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you are listening to us live in the Angelica Radio Station, stay around at eleven o'clock for FM Odyssey. We have somebody who comes on after us now. Yeah, we got a little we got a little window. Oh yeah, because all the books tend to go over an hour, so it's music variety. <laughs> music variety follows all the books, yeah. and then the next scheduled program is eleven o'clock FM Odyssey. We we'll probably go over because you never know how to end it. No, that's you. What yeah. we? I meant you, like us as a group. Oh, okay. So all right. Well, I'm going to end it right now. The end. Mm-hmm.